good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to another excellent episode of Jacob Walks Over a Bridge. I'm Jacob. I'm currently walking over a bridge, and I'm carrying some groceries. And yes, I say, I guess I've been told I say groceries wrong, because I say it with more like a SH sound than just a regular S sound. But I guess that's just the way I've been saying it for a while. So I started consciously whenever the groceries came up, I started saying groceries instead of groceries. But you know, I like groceries, even if it does sound a little wrong. But I did a two good to go order. You, know, you get stuff at the end of the day when businesses would throw stuff out, and I took a chance for the first time on a grocery pickup because oftentimes they'll do something like they'll have bagels or like a bagel place when they close or pizza place when they close but this was the first time I tried a grocery provider this was a not like a regular supermarket's an app called Joker it's supposed to be the the new thing that people you know one of those delivery services that's trying to compete with Amazon now all of a sudden a whole bunch of them just kind of sprung up out of nowhere around the city I see a whole bunch of them being advertised but still not something I think I'm going to do I still like to try to pick out my own especially the produce you know maybe if it's something like a box of crackers or chips or something like that I don't need to be there to pick out the right one but there's something special about picking out that right tomato or pepper or something, you know, like you, yeah, I was going to say you have a connection, but you don't have, a, I wouldn't say a, a connection necessarily, but you, you get a better idea of what you're, you, know, you at least you take into account what's, what's uh, there in the selection of produce to choose from, so you feel like you're choosing the best option, you know, I don't know if I can trust a random startup worker to pick out the right one for me. But I can see the appeal for some folks who you know, can't be bothered to go out shopping but still want to shop and can't be bothered to do the meal prep ones but want to actually feel like they're preparing everything from scratch. It's a very, we're really segmenting every aspect of the city cup. I guess any cook, but I guess it's mostly people, in, at least here in New York City, the customers for such a product or service. But I decided to try grocery for the first time for too good to go because I was I was just at a friend's house, at apartment, and talked about that later. But I was walking from his place the Williamsburg Bridge where I am now and sometimes I like to check what's on too good to go if I'm going somewhere just to see if there's anything that strikes my fancy and I saw you know first it was, it was curious because it's a uh, it's one of the, you know, the the Joker app or Joker brand came up as a provider that was close to the bridge that was doing it at the time I was gonna be by the bridge 
it just worked out and I thought, why not? I remember actually reading an article about how services like that actually keep produce at the temperature it's supposed to be kept at. Because not everything's supposed to be kept at the same uh, temperature in the same environment. And oftentimes when you go to the supermarket, they keep the store at a level that's comfortable for people, for most people. Especially now when you go into the supermarket, or I guess any building for that matter, and it's 90 something degrees outside, and then you go in and all of a sudden it's blasting AC. That sudden drop just feels so dramatic. I feel like I stepped on something. No matter. Uh, but the produce I got, I got two containers of arugula, a container of kale, I guess I'm doing salads this week for lunch, and then there was a carton, or I guess a bottle, jug, I don't know, plastic thing of orange juice, a couple small containers of watermelon, diced to cut up, that'll be good, and three pints or what look like you know ice cream pints but just coconut and there's some other stuff in there I'll have to really take a look and see what that is I don't know maybe I can mix it in with uh, yogurt who knows how my body will handle that <clears throat> uh, that was the first time though I've tried and take a risk take a chance on something like this because there aren't not that there aren't a lot of things I like but there are enough types of produce that I don't like or just I'm totally unfamiliar with that I've given pause to the idea of doing a grocery run be too good to go because you don't know what you're going to get more often than not. And sometimes you want to, especially if you're going through something like this and, you know, I mean, I paid $5 for all of that, which is a bar, you know, it's a steal. But, you know, it's still, it's a, you're taking a chance. You're spinning the wheel. And off, you know, if I'm doing it at a pizza place, the worst thing that happens is that I get a slice with mushrooms on it. Or a bagel place will just be a whole bunch of cinnamon raisin bagels. Not my favorite. I'll eat them, but not my favorite bagel. But the risk for those sorts of places is a lot lower than with... Uh, grocery store because you don't know what you're going to get. I mean, you don't know what Anyway, but, so I've got the, I was able to stuff a whole bunch of stuff in my backpack, but I've got a, you know, a nice, reusable, decent reusable bag that they gave me. Always nice to have another one of those, so I've got that in one hand phone and the other because I can't trust putting it in my pocket because it's cut off before when I've done that and that's fun to talk just to myself and only to myself I'm supposed to be talking to you but yeah and then the, the bridge is I guess I'd say it's quieter than I thought it would be the weather forecast today was ugly or at least for the second half of the day when I'm taking this walk to, you know, intermittent thunderstorms, and there definitely was some thunder earlier today, 
definitely was some rain, but and the clouds in the sky certainly, or well, at least on my left to the south, look more ominous than the, you know, the clouds on the right. So who knows? Who knows what's coming in the next 10, 15 minutes by the time I'm off this bridge. You know, I was coming from the Brooklyn side to Manhattan. I was at my friend Jed's uh, apartment. Oh, I think he's out. I was at his apartment. And, you know, out of the blue, he sent me a text yesterday saying he was doing breakfast and asked me if I wanted to go. I said, sure. You know, I got to get used to doing more spontaneous social things. Spent too long indoors in my own apartment not doing anything or seeing anyone. But I should still try to take these opportunities to connect with people. I have no idea how the time which I had planned. It was nothing big. I was the only person I know outside of bed. I didn't know anyone else. He had his cousin there and his friends from high school. I knew Jed summer camp. Not, not familiar with his family or home friends. Really nice guys. Nice to hang out and you know meet new people. We play four or a digital version of a board game and we watched Space Jam 2. Now, I don't have HBO at the moment. We my family oftentimes will uh, start and stop certain streaming services depending on what's on or who has what sort of a trial. But I uh, had HBO for a hot second, the second half of last year, 2020, but we did not renew that when my folks dropped cable, but I imagine we'll get it soon. A lot of good stuff on there, HBO, but um, Jed's family had it, and uh, or Jed, I don't know, roommate, I forget who's, it might have been his but uh, Space Jam 2 was out. And they were doing a big advertising blitz around the city. They were on buses, billboards, bus stops. Uh, you can't turn anywhere without seeing LeBron's face. I get the nostalgia behind the other old movie. I haven't seen that movie probably. Uh, it's hard. I can't say exactly when I saw it. Uh, it must have been. Must have been an elementary school. I don't even know if I saw the whole thing. I definitely remember certain scenes. I don't know if I'm remembering watching it or maybe watching pieces of it on YouTube. But there's some sort of memory there. Not necessarily the best movie ever made. And basketball was never my favorite sport. I'm familiar with it. I, I recognize the players. But I guess watching... I mean, that, that's really what they're trying to get you to buy into is the nostalgia from watching this other movie. And granted, you probably should be a LeBron James fan. Yeah, I like the guy. He's, he does some good work. Acting may still not be as strong. I mean, he's, well, he's probably a little more expressive than some of the other athletes I've seen act. But, I mean, they even made a joke that athletes acting is not the best. And he tries his best, LeBron in the movie, but it's still... Not the best performance. Like you could definitely tell when either he or some of the child actors 
We're still not 100%. I mean, I think watching the credits, they want to actual kids. I mean, child actors are traditionally not as experienced as the adult actors, especially ones with pedigree of the stuff this movie. And they got some pretty high-profile people to play some pretty minor roles in it. So it was really clear when you had LeBron next to uh, next to an experienced actor, the difference in how they emote, how they talk, and I guess, you know, it's LeBron being LeBron, that's how LeBron James talks, and I guess only he can act the best version of himself, but it was a little stark too when you saw, you know, there were some scenes where he became a twin himself, and you know, he was, he voice acted the animation of his character, and I think, uh, those scenes were actually better than the ones where he was there in person, because the I feel like the the animation the animated LeBron James was uh, I don't know did more emotion. emotion. There were some fun scenes there. There were some, there was some emotion. I, I I enjoyed watching it. You know, it's not you didn't go in there thinking it was gonna be. The, the height of the film, you know, there, there's a good chance the movie's not going to be nominated for any series Oscar, maybe anim, maybe best CGI. That's a that's a thing, I guess. You know, the there was never any necessarily. Well, I, I wouldn't say there was a bad animation, but there were scenes where you had tons of CGI characters in the background. Some of that did look a little awkward, especially when you get back to focus on one character in particular. Many. Never really did take the J. It's not a real. This was never really a train that. I think I may have taken it once. Like the end of. Tw- or, November 2018, and there was a snowstorm, and I had to get downtown to play racquetball, and the Q train I was on got delayed, and the R train got delayed, and the five, I think I ended up taking like five different trains trying to get down to the battery, and I made it, but not, not in any good time, but I do believe the J train played a part in that. But definitely not something I, you know, it doesn't really go that far into Manhattan or Brooklyn. I've never really gone to Brooklyn that as often as I could have if I lived there or did more in the borough. But I think one day, I think Jacob should be, I should one day go on the J train for real in a more serious capacity. Or that could be an episode. Jacob rides a J train. I don't, I haven't, well, this season I haven't done any episodes like, you know, uh, there was that one where I went over the, or not over, when I was on the Staten Ferry. That was fun. Or when I've tested out headphones, I've done little sample episodes, just walking through. I mean, I haven't really done that many episodes yet this season, so there hasn't been any room for the more interesting ones. I guess now I've got a lot of free time coming up. I've got more than two weeks off from work. You know, 
a little, not necessarily a sabbatical, but it's a nice, it'll be a nice uh, two-week break is about as, the lo what's the longest you could really take without it being a sabbatical. But, take some nice time off from work. I was thinking, and I, I often do these sorts of things where I plan some grandiose plan never actually follow through, but I was thinking about doing some sort of Amtrak tour of New York, etc. Like I was thinking of following some Mets minor league baseball teams around, like the, I think the, like the Cyclones, Oakland Cyclones are going to be in Hartford, Connecticut at, a, at one point during that time off. They're playing the Yard Goats, and I just, I really want some Yard Goat swag because honestly, that's one of the better, minor league teams often have interesting names, but Yard Goats is probably up there as one of the most interesting. So definitely want some Yard Goat swag, and then I was thinking maybe go to Syracuse. Uh, the schedule is kind of odd, where I don't think I can hit any of their these teams' home games, but I could hit them when they're, you know, in, you know, the, the Syracuse Mets are going to be in Buffalo. Or no, not that Buffalo. They're going to be in Rochester. I can go to Rochester with, you know, through Amtrak. I was planning it out, you know. And, and I was kicking myself a little bit when I started thinking about this because Amtrak recently offered this $300 10 trip where you could take 10 trips anywhere within a 30-day period. And I was like, I'm not going to take 10 trips within 30 days. That's just a little much for Amtrak anyway. But I was also then looking at the prices for some of these tickets. Like, I went to, because, I mean, when the $300 one, it's $30 the ticket, essentially. But, like, New York to Hartford was $22, and then Hartford to Springfield was $6, and then, you know, I think, all in all, if I did maybe, like, it'd be, like, six, seven legs, and then it would end up being less than whatever, $180. would be less than that, probably all things considered. But then I started thinking about that and fantasizing about how fun that would be. But then they remember, oh, I have to stay places. So then thinking about hotels, I just got done thinking about hotels for the DC trip I've got planned around Labor Day. So not fun thinking about hotels. And I mean, it's not going to be as bad looking at you know, <laughs> the hotel situation Springfield, Massachusetts is probably a lot cheaper than what it is in Washington, D.C. But still have to think about it, plan these things, and then what do I do if it rains? Or what do I do on the days I'm not going to baseball games? How much is there to do in Cleveland? That's right, I was thinking about doing, you know, going from Rochester to Cleveland, or maybe Cleveland to Pittsburgh, and then Pittsburgh to, I don't know, I feel like I, I, I these sound fun on paper and in my head. But then once you start thinking about the logistics, and it would just be me because who else? You know, I, I never was able to convince anyone. To, you know, two weeks off is a lot of time to take off, especially for folks who don't have what I have, which is what we call flexible time off, which is essentially, quote unquote, unlimited days off. Where if there's, there's, there's essentially no limit. It, it, it's, a it's a play by the company to get that, you know, off the hook for paying out accumulated PTO days when someone leaves. So I don't accumulate uh, days off, I just could use them. 
So, you know, but that also, <laughs> people end up only taking like six or seven days off a year because they get so into the work. Not necessarily that they're enjoying it, but they just don't think to take the time off or they don't think that they can. And then they end up just working, working, working. There's nothing, they don't get reminders saying, oh, if you don't use these days, you'll lose them. There is nothing like that because you don't accumulate, you don't lose. But if you do play it right, you can end up taking as many days as you theoretically can. I like to keep it kept. You know, when I started at this company, it was still on the old PTO model. And I had, I think I had 18 days plus then four uh, summer Fridays that we got to pick in the summer, or Friday, summer, they call it summer Fridays, but it's just like summer any day you could take off. So that was 22, and then maybe like one floating college. So I like to keep it the days I take off. I like going a little higher than that, just, just take advantage of like, you can take as many days off as you want. Okay, I'll take you up on that offer. So I, I think our, in the last couple of years, I've kept it to maybe like 28, 29. I might have hit 30 once, but definitely not taking as many days as, you know, I mean, possibly, because, you know, if you, if you play your cards right, you could probably take a couple days off here and there, and then that adds up. I have a bad habit of not taking many days at all in the first half of the year, and realizing that around, you know, May, June, and then saying, oh, I better do stuff like, you know, and then I end up taking off a whole bunch of days in the second half of the year. And then I start at the beginning of the year, it's like, oh, I just took all these days off. I can't take that many days off now. And then the, the cycle repeats. Not the healthiest cycle, because then I end up overworking myself in the first half. And then, you know, I, I take off and have a great time when I'm not working. But not necessarily the best way of using my days. And I think coming up, I'll have to plan them out a little better. Last year was a definitely bad because I had days I just gave back because I didn't think I should be taking days off and I was just working from home or things like that got canceled so what was the point of having a day off so as we've grown more accustomed to working from home and I have a feeling that I'm going to be mostly working from home going forward as long as I stay with this company it's it seems like they're not going to be expanding the desk situation. While I have a, my own desk to go back to now, I imagine that there's going to be a reckoning when it comes to people who they want to come back in the office and people who don't have to come back to the office. You know, they've hired so many people that it wouldn't make sense for everyone to come back. I'm probably not going to have my own, you know, that was nice to have my own desk to go back to there. It's not like a desktop computer. <laughs> I was the last one. So, it's like the day before we all left forever, uh, March 13th, I asked IT for a laptop, but I'm glad I did, otherwise I'd be, I would have been working on my nine, 10 year old laptop for the whole time I was working from home, not just when that computer they gave me was freaking out. <sighs> I try not to talk too much about work, and I'm sorry about that, but you know, it just sneaks in there and then I get on a roll. But speaking of being on a roll, I am almost in the bridge. That was fast, much faster than I thought. I guess I just I was just walking like I meant it. 
but this was fun. Like it always is. I'm glad I was able to spend this time with you. now is get excited for whenever my next episode is in. You don't know, maybe I'll find some bridge in Springfield, Massachusetts to say hi from. I have no idea. <laughs> I I have no idea what I'm doing, ever. <laughs> you should know that about me by now. But, in any case, this is where I bid you adieu. Good day, and good night.